0: Hello and welcome to the Chemistry Made Simple podcast. I'm your host Matthew Macario and this is the podcast where you get chemistry confident and prepared for that A grade. Hello, welcome back to the show. I hope that you're keeping well. In this episode we're going to be starting a series on the topic of organic chemistry and today we're going to introduce what is organic chemistry, what do we mean by that and introduce some of the initial terms and initial concepts that you'll need to understand before we go into covering what is a very broad topic. Okay, so let's start with what we mean by organic chemistry. Organic chemistry is the study of compounds of carbon. In organic chemistry we're focusing on compounds based on that one element carbon. Why do we do that for carbon and not for other elements? Well it's because the chemistry of carbon is quite special and it's quite unique and we'll go into exactly why in a moment. But first let's think about what that covers. What are carbon-based compounds? Well, it's so much that's around us. It's most compounds within living organisms, including ourselves, including the whole animal and plant world, including the, the wood and the pencil you, that you might be holding or in the desk that you, you might sit at later or on the, in the chair that you might sit on. It's many of the compounds in that fragrance that you may have put on this morning. It's many of the different nutrient types in the food you ate this morning or the caffeine in the, in the tea or the coffee that you drank. And nearly every pharmaceutical product is made of one or more organic compounds too. It's also man-made things, so all the various plastic things that you see and use each day, the device that you're using, the cable up to your earbuds, the earbuds themselves, the pen that you might be making notes with, and so much more. So why are all these things natural and man-made based on carbon? What is special chemically about carbon? Let's think about carbon's atomic structure. And it's arrangement of electrons, so carbon has four electrons in its outer shell. And as such, it's almost exclusively going to make covalent bonds. Because each atom has four electrons in the outer shell, and that shell is the second shell, so it has a capacity for eight electrons, each carbon atom needs to make four covalent bonds to satisfy the outer shell to fill it. Another thing that makes carbon special is its bonds to other carbon atoms are very strong covalent bonds. Hence, many organic compounds are very stable, or at least the main structure of the compound, the carbons connected to each other are forming a very stable structure. Virtually every organic compound also has carbon to hydrogen bonds. You'll come to see, if you haven't seen already, that the carbon to hydrogen bond is is very common amongst a whole range of organic compounds. Actually, the carbon-to-hydrogen bond is even stronger than the carbon-to-carbon bond. Something else we should say about those two bond types, so the carbon-to-carbon bond, because both atoms are the same element, it is nonpolar, and therefore that's another thing that adds to the compound stability. A carbon-to-hydrogen bond, well, carbon and hydrogen have very similar electronegativity, hence the polarity of that bond is very low. Again, that means that that is a stable bond. It leads to stability within compounds with that bond type. So we've said these carbon-to-carbon carbon and carbon-to-hydrogen are the main bond types that we see in many organic compounds. What sort of general structures might we see? We might see compounds with what we might call a carbon chain or a carbon backbone, so successive carbon atoms all connected to each other, all bonded directly to another in a straight line. might see a similar situation but with branching so along that chain one of the carbons might be connected to not only the carbon on one side and the other side within the chain the third carbon atom hence making a side chain to that structure and in fact that situation might happen multiple times along the carbon chain of a large compound you might have more than one side chain within an organic compound with a carbon chain in it another structure is is what we call a ring structure where the carbons bonded to each other, forming a loop of carbons or a ring structure. So, those three structures the straight chain, the chain with side chains or branches, and the ring structure are the three main ones that we'll be looking at within organic chemistry. Let's also go back and consider we said that each carbon atom needs to make four covalent bonds with other atoms. Now, it can do so in more than one way. So a carbon atom might make four individual covalent bonds with four different atoms around it. Some of those may be carbon or hydrogen or other elements. What we mean by a a single covalent bond is a bond where the carbon atom and the adjacent atom it's bonding with are both putting one electron into a bond carbon can also make double bonds with an adjacent atom. What we mean by a double covalent bond is where the carbon will put two electrons into those bonds and the other atom will also put two electrons in so that four electrons are being shared between the two atoms. So this might happen between two carbon atoms or a carbon and any other atom that has two electrons that it can share. Worth noting this is never going to happen between carbon and hydrogen because hydrogen never has two electrons it can share. You frequently see this between two carbon atoms within a chain, or between a carbon and an oxygen atom, and there are other examples. There are plenty of other examples as well. The carbon making a double bond with another atom, that is making two of the four bonds that it needs to make. So that carbon atom still has two other electrons that it needs to share in other covalent bonds. Okay, let's move on to the third scenario. A carbon atom might make a triple covalent bond with another atom. And following from what we've just talked about, you'll probably realise that means that the carbon atom is sharing three electrons in a triple bond with its adjacent atom. And the other atom is also sharing three electrons into that bond too. So that's a triple covalent bond. The carbon making the triple bond has still one other electron left to share with something else, so it still needs to make a fourth covalent bond with another atom. Triple bonds are relatively rare. We won't come across a great deal of them in our studies. You will see them between two carbons within the same chain, so one carbon making a triple bond with its adjacent carbon, so two carbons making a triple bond to each other within a chain. Carbon also is able to make a, a triple bond with a nitrogen atom. And finally, for this episode, I just I wanted to talk about the exceptions that we omit from organic chemistry. So we said it, that organic chemistry covers carbon chemistry, all carbon compounds. We have a small number of exceptions, and we leave them out because they don't really follow the trends of of the rest of organic chemistry. We won't include carbon monoxide or carbon dioxide and we don't include carbonates they're the main exception okay let's summarize what we've talked about today so we said that organic chemistry is the chemistry of carbon compounds with those few exceptions and that that encompasses a huge amount of the things that we see around us in our everyday life even most of the compounds that make up our own bodies the proteins and much more that make our own cells our dna and so much more we said that organic chemistry is such a big topic because carbon is quite unique. It wants to make four covalent bonds in every one of those compounds. It makes very strong carbon to carbon bonds and even stronger carbon to hydrogen bonds, which are very common in organic chemistry. Those bonds are either non-polar for the carbon-carbon or have low polarity for the carbon-to-hydrogen bond, giving organic compounds a fundamental structural stability talked about the main structures of a straight chain a branched chain or a ring of carbons within organic compounds we talked about the nature of carbon making single double or triple covalent bonds with its neighboring atom and those bond types contribute to making four covalent bonds overall and sharing four electrons covalently with their neighboring atoms in those compounds That's the end of our introduction to organic chemistry. As I said, this is the first of a series we're going to be talking about so much more in organic chemistry over the next episodes. I hope you found this useful. It's always great to hear from you. If you have any questions, please ask away. So I'm really looking forward to speaking with you again in the next episode. Look after yourself until then and goodbye.